E.E. E. Cummings wrote, it takes courage to grow up to become who you really are. Welcome to the Soul Big Life Show. I'm your host, Leah Bales. Each week, we offer soulful strategies to empower all of us to become more and more fully who we really are. Today's episode was originally broadcast on my We Are More radio show on the Amazing Women of Power Network with Raven International Media Productions. My guest today has an amazing story and a powerful mission. After a 25-year marriage, Rosie Aiello engineered an international escape to save her daughter and herself from domestic violence. Nearly mentally destroyed, suffering from PTSD, she reinvented herself, started her own business, and became a speaker, best-selling author, and an international award-winning entrepreneur. Welcome, Rosie. Hi, Leah. So good to be here. It's so great to have you. So, Rosie, today you're on a global mission to end family terrorism, and you are writing and speaking up about that in a really big way. And yet, for years, you were afraid to speak up. Tell us what brought you to this point. You know, it's, it's interesting as I was going through this whole process, you know, I was married, like I said, about 25 years and I didn't even know, I didn't even know that I, I was in an abusive relationship for the first 18 because I didn't have a vocabulary for it. And it wasn't until I saw, you know, a book and then realized what I was in, but I had seen myself, I had realized that if I spoke up, it was like adding fuel to the fire. So not even being aware of it, my, my survival mechanism became stay mute. So I trained myself not to talk because it, I just knew it was going to get me in worse trouble. And my voice just got smaller and smaller. And I just, I just, I was terrified by the time I was ready to leave. But I just, I, I shut my voice up to protect myself and to protect my daughter. That's really what it was for me. You know, some other survival mechanisms, other, you know, women may scream, they may hit, they may, you know, they do other things. They may talk back. For me, I, I knew talking back, trying to share my own voice, my own thoughts, my own opinions was just going to make him more explosive. So at some point, being mute became impossible for you. There was something inside you that rose up and led you to change. Yeah, exactly. I mean, there were lots of things. I mean, I, 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 I knew inside me that I was not happy. I couldn't figure out why I wasn't making him happy. You know, all these things, but I, again, I didn't have a lot of strong vocabulary. You know, I was, I was in the Middle East, so I was really isolated, didn't have a lot of, you know, access to information and things like that. But I did, on a trip to the United States, I did pick up a book that was extremely enlightening. And that's when I found out I was being, I was in an abusive relationship. And so my daughter, I told my daughter who was 16 at the time, I said, look, you know, this is what's happening to us. You know, I didn't know it. And I told her, she says, well, when, when you're ready, you know, we can leave. Cause you know, I've been married like, you know, 20 years. It's like, you know, she wanted to go to college. I go, what's another four years. You know, you, you'll, you'll do things for your children. And then when she came to me and said, you got to get me away from him. Mm. That's when I planned the escape. And I had, you know, I didn't know about mantras. I didn't know about personal development. 
I didn't know about spirituality. I didn't know anything. However, uh, you know, while I was preparing this scape, I just created these, but now, now are obviously mantras. I didn't, they were just sentences to me. It's just like that, you know, that, you know, before I hadn't believed that my life was my own. And then now I said, oh my gosh, you know, I, I don't have to be a martyr. My daughter and I deserve a happy and joyful life. You know, this is the only, you know, I only have one life to live and by golly, I'm going to live it. And that we deserve to live our life without fear. And those words just kept me going and, you know, to help me believe in myself once again, you know, so there was that little tiny spark, you know, it wasn't all snuffed out to, to propel, to propel us forward and to, to really execute this escape and to create the life that truly we deserve, you know, that we deserve to be treated, you know, with kindness and, and not to live in fear. So once you decided I am going to escape, that little spark was there and you were finding the things really intuitively. Nobody was leading you. You didn't have a coach who was helping empower you, but you were intuitively finding those things like saying those empowering sentences that really nurtured that spark and let it grow in you. Yeah. You, you know, like, I mean, I just was like, I came back here to, you know, to the States and I thought, and I started to get into personal development. I go, oh, oh well, <laughs> well, that's what that is. You know, I was like, oh, well, you know, and I didn't even realize until this moment, you told me, oh, I was intuitive. I mean, you see, it's just, I'm still learning. It's like, oh yeah, it was just something that's just like, it's like, I, you know, I wasn't going to be a martyr. I, I you know, I felt like I was, I it was like my, your whole soul is being crushed. Mm -hmm. You know, your psyche is crushed. It's like, I was just like, no. You know, mm -hmm. so it was like enough for me to believe in myself is like, that really propelled me. It's like, this thing is going to work. There was no, there was no thinking ever truly in that planning stage that the escape was not going to work. It didn't enter into my consciousness that this wasn't going to work. And I didn't even think about that till later, again, mm -hmm. analyzing my steps. Oh, you know, there's like, there was only plan A it was going to work. <laughs> mm -hmm. You know, that, that makes me think of like when I am coaching sometimes with people making a big step. I think about when I was a kid and I used to jump horses in shows. And, you know, mm -hmm. and so when you're going over these jumps, my, my trainer taught me, throw your heart over first. Mm. You throw your heart over first, which is what you were doing. You throw your intention toward where you're going and the horse will follow. Mm -hmm. <laughs> the energy follows. But if you go up to a big jump and you're like, oh my God, I can't do it. What if we fall? You're really likely to have a crash. Yeah, I love that. That's a beautiful metaphor. So you were throwing your heart, your energy, your power forward and it pulled you. It, it definitely did. You know, it definitely did. And I think, you know, too, you know, having a child and she wasn't a young child, she was in college. So she was just actually shy of being 21. But, you know, still as a mother taking care of her and, you know, I'm, I'm not going to let her suffer anymore. I just, you know, and we were both suicidal. So it's like, no, we're, we're, we're living. This life is worth living. We don't have to live like this anymore. It's just, it's not right. How much of it was that power of that mother love, do you think, that helped oh. mobilize you into that? Uh, significant. 
-hmm. significantly. I mean, I had wanted to, you know, I, like I said before, I, I, I knew I wasn't happy. I couldn't put my fingers on what it was other than I felt crushed all the time, but I would have never in a million years left without my daughter. Just, mm -hmm. I mean, it just wouldn't even cross my mind. So, and if she said, no, I want to stay here, I would have never left. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I don't know if I would have survived. I don't, you know, we were both, like I said, so suicidal. I don't know if I would have survived, but I just, I couldn't have left without her. Just, I can't even put that into my thought right now. <laughs> it's to, you know, to even think of that is, uh, is inconceivable. So did you need to plan this whole thing in secrecy? Because I'm imagining there you're in the Middle East, you probably didn't have a lot of, like you said, you felt isolated, you didn't have a lot of connections, you couldn't let your husband know what you were doing. Was it all a secret operation that you, you engineered? Absolutely, 100% in secret. And, and it was extremely challenging because he was home most of the time, like 24-7, you know, working out of his home office. And again, you know, as I think about this, you know, I'm writing, we're writing our memoir and I, in, in the draft, I had like 40 pages of the detail of the escape, but everything had to be kept in secret. And those five years, Leah, only three people knew about my life. You know, it was my brother and my two best friends in the United States. And then when I had to plan for the escape, I let two other people know my friends in, in Lebanon where I was because I needed their help. Mm -hmm. And I, you know, I, I packed up things in, in the bat in, in the guest bathroom, you know, locked the door and just, you know, hoped that he would knock on the door and just pack things up and just trying to get things out of the house. And I hardly took anything, you know, you, you know, range for a shipment and things later. It was just, you know, a few little trinkets and you, you think 25 years, but then when you, you evaluate your life as like stuff. Doesn't really matter, right? Right. You balance that with, as you said, this one precious life you have, and that stuff yeah. doesn't matter. No, 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 no stuff matters. I thought, mm. oh, you know, our, our china and our, you know, the, the rugs. And it's like, mm -hmm. yeah, no, you know, and plus now that I'm here, it's like, I wouldn't want that to be a constant memory of that. So it's like, I was, you know, at first it was like, oh, I'm upset I have to leave it, but then I'm glad that I did leave it because um, you don't like to bring in those, those memories. So you made, I think you've called it an 11 hour escape. You got out of the country, you got to the U S and then was everything just pretty easy? <laughs> I think, you know, the answer is not yes. I'm guessing. You know, it's, you know, it, and it's, you know, I, 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 I don't want to discourage women if they're actually listening to this and, and, you know, struggling, but, you know, escaping, especially the way I did is really not for the faint of heart. Mm -hmm. um, it takes a lot of courage and you will gather it, but I know it, it, it wasn't because when we arrived, I didn't realize, I, you know, again, I didn't know about trauma or PTSD. I didn't know about any of that stuff, but then, you know, my daughter and I suffered significantly from PTSD, from post-traumatic stress disorder. We had depression, we had anxiety. I was on, you know, I was so on super high alert. I was, I was afraid constantly. If I saw a car that looked like a car that he drove, I would just break down and just um, go into a deep depression and cry for days. And, you know, because I, all these, these triggers. So building myself up, you know, it's been a long journey. 
you know, it wasn't, you know, a year's journey. This has been, you know, the whole time I've been here, I constantly work on myself to, to reclaim who I am. Mm. How um, long ago was it that you left? It was nine years ago on July 27th, which is the day that my daughter and I celebrate our Independence Day. Hmm. Just passed. And it just passed. And huh. on July 27th, we got news that July 27th will become National Love is Kind Day. Oh, oh my gosh. Tell us about that. That's your movement. That's, that's the movement my, that you and your daughter. Yeah. yeah. We yeah. had put the application in and we were hoping we'd hear about it before, you know, but the day we got the day of our anniversary, we we're ready to leave to go on a little retreat. We got the news that it was accepted because they get like 18,000 applications and they accept like 30 every year. What does that mean? So is this like national or international? Yes, love it. Tell, the, what is national love is kind day. So it'll be recognized nationwide. It'll be throughout the, all, all the directories. And because we believe that love is kind and not terrorizing. Mm -hmm. And we want to, I want to talk about what we want. I don't want to talk about the abuse. What do we want in a relationship? You know, we want love that's kind that, you know, you can fully express yourself. And it's kind of like also Freedom from Abuse Day because it's our day that we recognize our freedom. I love that. You know, Mother Teresa once was asked if she would march right. in a war against peace. Mm -hmm. And she said, or against war, march, I'll say it again. A war movement? You know, walk in a um, march against war. Yeah, yeah. And she said. Well, that was, I that, and that, and she was my inspiration. Ah, That's exactly beautiful. how I came up with this. Beautiful. It's like, you know, she said, you know, you invite me to an anti war rally, I won't be there. You invite me to a pro peace rally, I will be there. Beautiful. And she was the inspiration for the Love is Kind movement. I so love that. That is yeah. so amazing. So we're going to go a little more into your process, but tell us about what you would like from us with Love is Kind Day and the Love is Kind movement. How can we connect? What would you like? for the movement to do and how can we help that movement? Oh, well, well, so many things we would, I would just love for you and your listeners to join the movement. It's on the Facebook groups called the love is kind movement. And I mean, my goal is to get to like a hundred thousand. We're like, you know, barely at a thousand now we're just starting, but it's, you know, I, this is a global movement and we would just love it. And I, you know, I have a, free gift if they, you know, for people, you know, for, to, to join, whether they join or not, they could just go to, to loveiskindnetwork.com, the loveiskindnetwork.com to pick up their free gift. But if they can spread the news and join the movement and then share it with like 10 friends, because Leah, what I know for sure, after speaking so much, you know, back in the United States, what I know for sure is that there are a lot of women hiding in shame like I did who are suffering, who are alone. And six out of 10 women have either had some personal experience with abuse, sadly, you know, from parental, a, you know, spouse, a partner. And it's, it's a big crisis here. And, and, and you're talking not just about physical abuse, although, of course, that's a problem. You're also talking about mental, emotional, psychic abuse. Exactly. And, and that was my primary experience. I had, you know, some of the others, but my primary experience is that it's this, it's this, it's the, it's the abuse that has no, has no physical wound. You can't see it. You know, you weren't physically touched in a way. So that's why it just destroys your psyche and you get sucked into it and you don't even realize, you don't realize what's happened. 
until you know you're nearly destroyed mentally and it takes a lot of courage to do it because your brain does get rewired mm. so we don't have time to talk into that but it's huge so that's why you know you don't know somebody in your circle who just looks just great maybe they even seem you know they're successful everything seems great on the outside but you don't know their personal story because I've seen it so much that this message will help them. And earlier you said, you know, don't, you know that it will take courage and you will gather it. I love that line that you said. It will take courage to leave an abusive relationship, to change your patterns, to become who you are, and you will gather it. And when we've got support of a group, we've got support of you who, you know, been through this and from a group of people who are all committed to this, that support helps us gather courage, doesn't it? This is so, so super critical. I'm so glad you brought it up because that was, that was a big issue for me because, you know, I had been isolated in many ways. I was geographically isolated. I, you know, isolated from my family, you know, I could barely make friends. So I had a lot of isolation, but the worst isolation was the shame I put on myself that I was so ashamed of the situation I was in. I just like, I did, I was alone. I didn't even you know, I didn't reach out to anybody. I didn't think that I could reach out to anybody. And all those years suffering alone was such a huge mistake. Yeah, we think we're the only ones who have the shame. We think we're the only ones who have that. And the more isolated we are, the wilder and the bigger our shame gets. And exactly. Yeah, when we can gather this way, I just, what you're doing is so beautiful. So Rosie, you told me a little while ago before we were on the call that you did have what I like to call wonder experience, something that was beyond ordinary reality as part of your process of leaving and gaining your voice. Tell us about that. This, this was, so what happened really was about actually a year ago when we were writing the memoir, I had made a commitment to start writing the memoir and I start to cry. So then I had this, you know, I'd heard people, you know, having their conversations with God kind of thing, you know, and, and then I, it was like, he was like right there. I had this conversation with God because you know, he says, what are you doing? Why you keep, re why, why are you challenging me? And I go, well, I go, look, you know, I agreed to write this memoir, but I did not agree to, you know, abandon my business, my other business and to, you know, to help these women. And he <laughs> goes, are you arguing with me? And I go, well, well, not really. Well, kind of, I mean, he goes, you go, you know, you're not going to, you know, you're not going to win this argument. I go, but you know, but who am I? He goes, I chose you. Just like I chose Joan of Arc, I chose you to lead these women out. Wow. Pretty scary. <laughs> mm -hmm. Wow. Realizing so, that God chose you to lead these women out. I mean, just like, so it's, you know, so it's taken me like still, you know, it's like, you know, to process all of that and just like, you know, again, still say, well, who am I? Yeah. And then, you know, God, I've never teared up so much, but, mm -hmm. you know, just, but I know when I get up, you know, when I get afraid, I just think of these women and I go, I, you know, even if I help one woman, you know, it's, you know, I've done it, but it's just like, 
I can only think about them and helping them. There's no room, you know, I can't let my ego get in the way. I can't let the fear, you know, my, my ego's fear get in the way. I just, you know, I'm on this mission now. It took me a while to get on the bandwagon. Even, even after that, that tough talk from God, I got to tell you, it still took a little while because it was so huge. And, but then again, you know, I don't have to do this alone. Mm-hmm. You know, getting support from, you know, people like you and your listeners and, and really making this. A, a positive impact in the world. What's your growth edge right now? Well, so, yeah, it, it's 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 really stepping into this, creating this global movement, you know, and and you know this mission to end family terrorism. You know, they talked about you know the Me Too movement and sexual harassment in the workplace, but let me tell you, it doesn't start in the workplace. It starts at home. You know, it's, you know, it's from one generation after the other. And, you know, I'm going to be the disruptor. And I'm going to have to ask the women, you have to be the disruptors. We have to stop the pattern, you know, of what's happening. And this isn't, this isn't an anti-men movement. This is a movement to create, you know, kindness. This isn't a movement to take men's power away. But it's also a movement not to let men dominate our power. Let us have our power. You have our, your, your power. And let's respect and be kind to each other and make it a win-win situation. So nobody has to dominate over another to, to grow. Yeah. And there's that quality of having to know that we have power, right? When you were in your situation, you didn't even realize it sounds like for a while you had power. And then to be able to find that little spark inside and kindle it and let it grow. And I love that thing of using your power toward what you want to create. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Mm. And again, very much inspired by, you know, Mother Teresa. You know, I know this exact quote that you were referencing. Absolutely. Even though I boggled it, I'm glad you knew it and you yeah, said it. Well, you know, it's, it's, <laughs> right. We're both, you know, I don't know if it's perfect the way I said it either, but we, you know, it's that concept and I just believe right. in that. Right. You know? And again, you and I both know what you put your energy towards will grow. So why don't we put our energy towards things that we want? Right. You know, things that are good, things that can make, can lift people up. And this idea of ending family terrorism, you know, I don't think I've ever heard anyone use that term. I'm not sure that you're the first, but I've never heard it before. And it's really powerful. And when I think think of global terrorism and the problems in the world, I think surely it starts with each of us inside ourselves, claiming our value and our worth and standing up for that in our families and for each other. Yes, you know, absolutely. I mean, I lived under... I lived, you know, because I lived in the Middle East, I lived under a lot of, you know, political terrorism and military terrorism, you know, I experienced it firsthand. And then, you know, as I was thinking, my own little personal terrorist camp inside the four walls of my home. I mean, it's just just not right. And um, we have to make the change. Well, this is an amazingly inspirational story. Uh, Take a moment to just notice if you have any last words that you want to leave us with, to help us become more who we are and to move into the kindness of the world that we can change. What would you like to tell us? 
Well, I think, you know, going back to what we kind of referenced before, and that is, you know, being alone and thinking that you have to figure it, your, it, 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 figure it out all by yourself is just bad thinking. It's wrong thinking. You know, we are here to help and to, to reach out. And no, and no matter what it is, I'm not saying it's about abuse, but that whole concept of, you know, we have to do things alone. So, you know, I realized that I didn't have to figure out things alone. I didn't have to be alone. And that being alone in your own thinking is just wrong. And to reach out and ask for help, reach out and ask hello, you know, just start a conversation and say hello. And you never know how that conversation may turn around and may help you in ways that you never knew. So I would just, you know, shower my, my love and, and my belief that you deserve to be treated with kindness and that kindness starts with treating yourself with kindness. Thank you so much, Rosie. And Rosie, would you tell us one more time your URL so we can connect there? Yes, it's called the love is kind network.com. And they can reach me also on the Facebook groups. We'd love for them to join. It's of course Facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash the love is kind movement. So just go to groups on Facebook and look for the love is kind movement. We'd love yeah. to have you. I'm gonna to go today and join that group, and I encourage you to also remember your life matters. Be kind to yourself and spread that kindness around. Have a fabulous week. Thank you so much for joining us for the Soul Big Life Show. If you liked this episode, please take a minute to give it a great review wherever you get your podcasts. And for more resources, inspiration, and fun gifts to help you create a life that delights your soul, go to soulbiglife.com. That's www.soulbiglife.com. See you next time.